what do you get on Patreon? Bonus podcasts, early release tickets for shows, bonus videos, bits of content, loads of other fun and games. You have exclusive podcast series as well as a bonus weekly podcast. I guess how many episodes we're at now? 79. So that's like another lifetime of material of me talking. Probably actually more more juicy shit over there to be fair, but we'll not go into that. It's all secret. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash slyguypodcast to join the Slyhards or the Rider Slys now. Any money made on Patreon goes directly back into the podcast. And to be fair, Ben hasn't had a haircut in a few months, so we need it and we need that money to make him look presentable, please. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to Sly Guy Podcast with me, Dave Elliott. We are you know what? Before even I'm angry again this week. Last week a lot of people were getting in touch. Some people referring me to anger management. Some people tell me to talk to my GP. Other people just saying I enjoyed it. This week I said to myself, listen, I'm not going to get into the same realm of rage that I was in last week. And lo and behold, on the drive to the studio, I got stuck behind a cyclist. A guy who was, I would say, if I'm throwing an age in this guy... 61, on a bike wearing old man clothes, and we know the uniform if you're an old man is a sky blue shirt with short sleeves. You've got the grey, the grey, grey trousers, and like these weird kind of like I don't know where you get these shoes. They're like grey leather shoes slash trainers. I don't know what these are. That only old men get them. They must order them from some sort of catalogue or something. But he's wearing that, and to be fair, helmet. And he was on the road going so fucking slow holding me up to get here, I was in such a good mood, I left the house, I was zen, I was relaxed, I did my 25 minutes of yoga on Helens Bay Beach before I left, then I went for a sea swim, and I was coming up to the studio today, and I got stuck behind this guy, and do you ever just think about cyclists, and just go to yourself, why, 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 why cycle, you've got a car, okay, which you can travel in, which is faster than a bike, or you've got legs, which you can travel on, and are more productive than a cycle, is it even called a cycle? Is it a cycle, Ben? It's, it's a bicycle, I guess. Which is kind of like a regular cycle, but it's in the motorcycles and Norman cycles, if you know what I mean. Great joke. Started off last week with a terrible joke. This week I'm back. But yeah, I just don't like cyclists. If you're a cyclist or a sea swimmer, this is not the podcast for you. Especially not today. I'm just saying, what is the point? Ben, are you a cyclist? No. What do you think of cyclists? Yay or nay? Nay, what I want to do, I want to get into everybody's subliminal conscience here. When you're listening to this podcast in your earphones, what I want you to do is just sort of get your fists in the like points, your fists tight, one index fingers up in the air, and I just want you to just go, fuck all cyclists, fuck all cyclists, fuck all cyclists. Ben with me, fuck all cyclists, fuck all, because I mean that. Like, what's the point? What's the rules on cyclists? Do they have to be on the road? Should they be on a footpath? If you ask me, if you're going to be on a bike, be on a footpath. There you go. I don't think you should be on a road unless unless you can go the speed limit. So if you're on a road and the speed limit's 70, <laughs> you may be going. If you can't go as fast as a car, you shouldn't be on the road. There's speed limit. See, now I've made all these cycle lanes. I just stop. If You shouldn't even be allowed to cycle in cycle lanes. And then if there's no cycle lanes on the road, you should be, have to get off your bike and walk on the footpath, holding your bike until you get into another cycle lane. That's what I reckon the rules should be. Also, why 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 are the police not arresting people on bikes without wearing their hats? You know, the helmets. I should say not just hats, but you should you should be on it. You should be going as fast as a car on the road with a helmet on, or else walking with your bike on the sidewalk. And people will probably go, why say sidewalk? Because it wasn't quick enough inside my brain for my thoughts to say footpath. Okay, 
So that's just what I think today. Old people as well. There's another one. You know, we should just, since we're on it, we've talked. We always talk about sea swimmers. I've talked about cyclists. You know what? Old people should be euthanized. What about that? So if, if the worst thing you can get is an old person on a bike on the way to Helms Bay Beach to go sea swimming, that's it. Those guys should be taken out by the government. Forget the jabs and whatever else. Being government can consp- take those guys out now. I do like some old people, to be fair, I have a lot in common with old people. They're grumpy, they're bitter, and by the way, they know how to choose a good restaurant. If you go into a restaurant and there's an old person in it, you know it's good. Good food, whatever else. But if you're over the age of 60, don't be on a bicycle. I know it's good for health, but you know what else is good for health? Walking. Go for a wee walk, you know, just go for a walk. Stretch your wee legs out, have a wee think. Get your relator, do whatever you do. Don't be on a bike, especially when I'm in a rush to bring people the People's Podcast, Okay. Now, I know some of my listeners are cyclists and get offended, but you know what? I don't care. You know what? I've had epiphanies in the last few weeks, the last couple of weeks when I was getting angry in this podcast. I've just realised, what is the name of the podcast? It's the Sly Guy Podcast. I'm not coming on here to make friends. I'm not coming on here to be a nice guy. Fuck that. No, I'm coming on here to get stuff off my chest and be as sly as I want about people. And you see if you don't like it, if you're offended by that, if you're a, a, a cyclist and you're offended, you know what you can do? You can take your helmet. You can unzip your wee fucking skin tight lycra that you've on right the way down. You can pull it down and you can shove your helmet up your asshole because I don't care anymore. And since I'm on on the idea of just being annoyed, do you want to hear something else? I annoyed people this week with a post I made on social media for a bit of fun. I've just, last week, that's where I'll start. Last week, the, the anti-Dave Elliott train kicked off because I had the audacity to make fun of people who post photos on social media of their children before they go to school. Now, have I taken photos of my kids? Yes. Do I post on social media? No. Why? Because guess what? Pedophiles are online. Pedophiles are lurking behind the keyboard. And pedophiles aren't liking the picture of your kids with their finger. No. They're liking it with the root. They're smacking it off the keyboard. They're standing up and they're seeing your little kids starting to go bam, bam, bam. And that's, you're giving the material. You are facilitating the rise of pedophilia by posting that on social media. And I'm sorry I'm a truth speaker. I'm sorry I'm the man that's always right. It is what it is. And it's some of my friends being like, are you talking about me? And then I'm like, hmm, I wasn't actually specifically, but did you post pedo enabler? That's what you are. Post your kids, pedo enabler. And I have a friend getting at me and saying, oh, that's, that's pretty offensive. And see if you're offended. Uh-uh, cry your eyes, pedo enabler. I am not. Okay, so if you're offended by that, if the truth hurts, you know what you can do? Suck a dick. That you can cyclists can shove their helmets up their ass, and you guys go and find any old dick and suck it. Have that. Now, the people that I really offended this week, as I'm just on a roll here, were soft as shit, mid 30 year old, boring guys. I put up a post, and it was just a, something I've noticed on social media. Maybe it's because of the people I follow. Maybe it is my friends. Who knows? But it's just people that I just see posting content, which, by the way, this is my thought process. This is why I'm a, why I'm a mind bender. Remember the show, the movie The Last Airbender and M. Night Shyamalan special? I'm the last mind bender because I make people think and flip social norms back into their own brains and make them think. So think about this, right? People get offended by posting this stuff. I see this stuff. I see it as boring. I call it. Is there something is there anything wrong with being boring? Just admit you're boring. I'm boring. I'm I'm next week I'm 35. I'm a boring guy. But it is what it is. I have made my bed and I lie in it. I lie in it with comfort. 
I embrace it. In fact, I go the opposite way. I like to be cantankerous and irritable. I like to wind people up. I like to offend people. Hey, check the fucking MO, Sly Guy Podcast. And if you've got a problem, you know what you can do? Kill yourself. <laughs> cool. And do I, am I telling people to do that, Ben? No, I'm just saying it's an option. It's if you want to do it, you can. I'm not instructing you to do it. You shouldn't. If you are feeling those thoughts, speak to somebody about it. But at the end of the day, hey, check the MO. If you're offended, I don't care. And the amount of soft as shit, middle-aged, 30-year-old guys who got offended at my post. I think what the post was, Ben, it was something like, um, in fact, fuck it, should I, just, should I just get it up? You can put it on the screen. I'll tell you what it was. But I got messages, right? I got messages about this. And you know what? The old me. Young David, I would call myself, would have gone, I, I, I'm sorry I've offended people here. Young David would have been a bit like, oh, I didn't actually mean to hurt your feelings. See, old, cantankerous, bitter David. I started laughing. I was like, I'm glad you're offended. I like it. I, I revel in your misery and it made me feel really good. And you can say what you want. This is the post, Ben. You can stick it up on the screen. I said, are you even a born middle class guy in your mid-30s if your Instagram isn't like this? Four photos, sea swimmer, barbecued meat in a grill, a Strava route, which, hey, can be used as both terms. A route as in the route you're on and also your route. And last but not least, a photo of craft beer. Now, this is what people post on social media. Like, they put it there. And the, what what is, Ben, what's the point of social media? Like, what are, if say Instagram, you take a picture, what's the point when you put it there? Is it... For people to like and see and then to like it. Well, to see how cool you are. Right. See, this is where the problem... It's not how cool you are. People are posting this shit online thinking it's cool. And who are the people on the other end seeing seeing a, a beer, like a craft beer, with for example, just seeing a beer and going, in their wee minds, going, I genuinely like that. No, because now we're programmed to get on and just go like... Because you think it's it's a social norm and a way to be polite to people. See if you don't like it don't like it that's what i do i remember one of my friends recently was like oh, i put a load of stuff up how come you never like my posts and i went here newsflash i don't like you i'm stuck with you because i've been friends with you since before time <laughs> but i don't like you why don't we go and do something because i hate you unfortunately i'm stuck with you now you're you're like a fossil you know you're like a fossil you're stuck there in my earth and i can't get rid of you i love you but i hate you and that's the way of it. But everyone puts these things up and, and it's like, who think like who thinks Strava routes are cool anymore? Yeah, I get you exercise. That's exciting. Boring. You're boring. And that's it. And it's fine to be boring. But just don't expect people to like it. And if you get called on it, that's it. The amount of guys being like, oh man, it doesn't look boring to me. And I'm like, yeah, because you're part of the problem. You know, you're a facilitator. There needs to be a Me Too movement for boring bastards. That's what it needs to be. Call out the bores. You know, call them out. Which, by the way, sounds like a great punishment. Call out the boss. Lift to the gate and just all these fucking wild pigs just go and eat these boring bastards alive. That would be great. So, yeah, what I'm, what I'm going to say is, out of anyone who've offended, the mummies, who again took it very personal about the post at the door, they were a bit offended. But these guys, how dare I insult their mate? How dare I insult? Like, this is it. See when people put up, like, four photos on Instagram and it's like a big lump of, like, steak... Then the next photo is steak with, like, fucking salt and pepper on it. The next photo's steak on a barbecue, and the last photo's just pulled apart steak. Who's looking at that going? Great great content, Christopher. You know, great content, Lyle. You know, great 
content Gary you know no one and if you like that you know what you are the worst and there you go that's it I think I've said enough I think I've said what I want to say this week and this is what you're going to get we're turned up to 100 because this is the Sly Guy podcast this is, I'm sick of people being like oh I'm trying to be cool see all the shit nowadays people feel like they need to talk about on podcasts to be cool like fucking cryptocurrency don't care give me real money there you go, fuck cryptocurrency, all this stupid shit, what are all these like nerd guys getting up to, the nerds are taking over, that's the problem, when when are the jocks coming back, when are we expecting a return of the jock, this is the problem, nowadays people are being told, oh you can't bully people, we need bullies, bullies make the world go round, bullies make people realise there are consequences for being a boring twat, there you go, people you need the bullies, you need to rise above them. Now there's no bullies anymore, you can't say Buddha goose. You end up getting these fucking nerds posting pictures of their their runs. Well done, you exercise today. Fuck you. Exercise and enjoy it and just do it. See, just put the phones down, just do things for the sake of it. Now, am I a hypocrite because whenever I'm saying leave your screens, I'm standing behind a screen? Yes, but I'm allowed to be a hypocrite. Because why, Ben? That's why. This is the People's Podcast. This is the Sly Guy Podcast. If you want niceties, go and speak to your granny. And if your granny's dead, dig her up and talk to her corpse for all I care. Because this is the Sly Guy Podcast. This is a new revolution. Either you're part of it or you're not. Let's make being sly great again. What about that? Thank you. Now, my daughter nearly died yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) and <laughs> a total flip on its head quite literally flip on its head because that's what happened one of the worst experiences of my life sorry Ben listen I know I know that's not a good segue I know that I know of anything that's a little bit rough but it's true have you ever had anything Ben let me ask you you're a father um, well do you have you by the way this is another question just since we're get, we're questioning what's appropriate and what's what people are social norms and what not have we? Have you ever done a paternity test? No. No. Have I? No. On the new and approved Sly Guy podcast, we're doing paternity tests. We're going to make sure... Unfortunately for you, both your kids, same as my kids... Oh, shit. <laughs> Karma. Both your kids are like many morphed versions of you. Like like Adam's rib. You're like Eve. Your kids are just formed. They just look exactly like you, both of them. So don't think you can deny them. Unfortunately, both my kids are little gap-toothed beautiful girls and like like me with beautiful eyes. Um, so I can't deny them either. But fuck it. If, if anyone out there supplies paternity tests, get to the studio. We're doing paternity tests. And you know what else we'll do? Do paternity tests. Uh, anyone thinks we are the, the dad of their kids <laughs> can touch it. Yeah, paternity.com forward slash got ya. <laughs> but anyhow, let me ask you, has anything ever happened to your kids that you have witnessed that's made you really terrified in a, in a moment? Like, oh no. Yeah. What was it? Can you say? Yeah. My son fell out the front door and smacked his face in the, like the wee joiner drawer bottom. Oh no. And shoved his tooth happy on his throat. How long ago was that? And what what was the outcome of that? Well, we went to the dentist, and they basically said that's good. It went backwards. Yeah. And what happened to his tooth? It came forward by itself. And is it now where it should be? Yeah. Kids are freaks. Kids are X Men. There you go. I've said you can go back in the podcast when I tried to allege I was an X Man. Maybe, maybe your son is also an X Man. 
I mean, what a shit X-Men that would be. An X-Men that would be. You just fucking punch him in a fight and his teeth go oh, down his throat and then he just goes... Mm. <laughs> fucking try that again. And then he biffs you across the head with a fucking pipe and then you're fucked. But I like that. The guy's teeth can just re- return to normal shape. Again, imagine, imagine my big stone teeth going down my throat. Shit. I mean, I can move my teeth anyway. They're just <laughs> they're fucking absolute monstrosity. My teeth look like Stonehenge. There's not a good combination of teeth. But again, my dentist, this is what I've noticed over time. I, I went to the same dentist for a long time and then he retired because he did something stupid. He, you know what he did? He listened to his wife and decided to do some house chores. She was like, you should do some drilling in the wall there. And the de- this, this, his hands are his money and he, for some reason, got a drill. This is not a thing. See, when people like Stormzy say get too big for the boots, they think they can handle big drills. This guy is a dainty man, took a big drill in the wall, brrr, mangled his hand around the drill, broke all the tendons, couldn't, couldn't be a dentist anymore. So it's fine. So whenever I got my new dentist, she basically was like, this guy has desecrated your mouth. She went in and was like, why have you got all these fillings? And I was like, I don't know. When did he put these in? I was like, I don't fucking want his 11 or some shit. And he's like, oh, no, this is a bad outcome here. You know, she, I mean, I don't want to disrespect my dentist, but she was like, he is to dentistry what Harold Chipman was to GPism. And I was like, oh, no, it's a problem. Um, but yeah, she went in there and was like, these teeth are a bad state. These are a ruin. Now, again, I think what is good about my new dentist, she is... Like, my old dentist was a lovely man, really nice, made me feel great about myself, didn't give me any complex about my teeth. She was kind of like, why do you not fucking make you wear braces? You look like the fucking guy from the Goonies with half a face. And I was like, oh, I don't no need to make me feel shit. Why have you got all these fillings? You're only 34, what the fuck? This is like the mouth of a 60-year-old, you're fucked. What, what's wrong? And I was like, all right, don't be so sly. Then she pulled one of my teeth out, and then there's another tooth in there. She's like, I just want to pull that fucker out too. And I was like, that's unprofessional. She's like, I just want to pull that fucker out. And I was like, well, it doesn't need to come out. It's it's still quite solid. And she's like, yeah. And you know what she said to me? A dentist should never say to you. She went like this, and this is genuinely a quote from my dentist. She looked at me in the eye, albeit upside down, so it was, it was kind of weird to see, and I was wearing those wee sunglasses. But she looked me in the eye, right, and said this to me, and this is not even a joke, Ben. She went like this. She goes, I get it one day. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Don't be so joyous about it, you know, just be like, I, and I, and I, you know what I said, like a wee nerd guy, I went, hopefully not. <laughs> and then she just sort of went, mm. like she was almost like excited about the thought of just ripping. And you know another thing she said to me before? She said, I have the skull of an ape. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you've really big head, like your head's really, it's like working on an ape. And I was like, all right. And she was like, I, I actually, maybe this is just me over-exaggerating, but whenever she was pulling my tooth out before, I do remember her foot being on my forehead and just cranking it out. And she's like, oh, it's much deeper in there than I thought. She's like, fucking sledgehammer to get it. It was abusive. But anyway, did your son go to that, that dentist or did, 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 did he have a nice sweet dentist? Or? He had a nice sweet dentist, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, I don't know how I ended up just getting really, really into, into the way of things with my dentist now. And you know what's the awkward thing about it? Very close to my dentist right now. So potentially if I shout loud enough, she could hear. And then she'll be up here. You know what else she'll do? Probably bring the hygienist. Who, by the way, what a hygienist does, I think, is just brings you into a chair, says, listen, I'm not a dentist. I'm just a hygienist. I'm just going to clean, give your teeth a proper clean. All right? And then you're like, okay. And then what they do is just get a needle and just scratch your gums. They just get your teeth out, they hold your mouth open, and they just stick needles into your gums. And they're like, does that hurt there? And it's like, yes, you're sticking a fucking needle into my gums. <laughs> Obviously, it's sore, you twat. Anyway, I digress. So after that, was that the worst thing that's happened to you as a parent? Seeing what's happened to your kids? Yeah. Terrifying. So yesterday, we were at the... Um, the 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 I want that's not the the maritime mile, 
you know, along the Odyssey direction, there was some festival there. I nearly said the Meridian Mile, but that's got something to do with time and the equator, so that would have made me look like a fool. But anyway, we're, we're there. And by the way, I've said this before, I like to go to little fairs. I like to go to events. I like to go to um, things with my family. We stalls, you know, we bric-a-brac here and there. I like to do that. On Saturday, I went down to Bangor, where there was a nice wee fair. There was a lot of guys just piping. And Bangor, just a lot of lads just down the seafront piping, and not the kind of ga- not the kind of piping I would usually do with random guys at the seafront. No, like actual bagpipers, guys playing the pipes from Scotland. It was guys. It was a nice show. Didn't know it was on. Just went to go to this fair, listen to some bagpipes. Had a nice time. Brought the dog. Brought the girls. Brought my wife. That's all good. Went to this fair. Nice. Got Hollywood and some sweets. Catherine, for some reason, wanted to buy these little fabric pumpkins. I don't know what for, but she got them, so that was fine. It was a nice time. I thought, you know what, this is a nice fair. Lots to see, lots to do, bit of pipe music, home we go, great. So then on Sunday, we're like, we're going to go to this maritime festival. Apparently, everyone's talking about how great it was. Guess what, newsflash, it was shit. Belfast City Council, come for me, I don't care. It's a Sly Guy podcast. If you've got a problem, send your fucking inquiries to Ben, because you know what he'll do? He'll send you an email back saying, go fuck yourself, Belfast City Council. There you go. But it was wick. You know, the event itself was wicked. Being out with my friends and their kids and my kids, a lot of fun. But the event itself, no good. Too much funding from Belfast City Council. Give it back to the paramilitaries, do your job. Okay, do that. But it was wicked. So anyway, we just basically walked along the front, which was what we would have done anyway without there being a festival. You know, we, we stood at a food truck for seven hours and got like chowder, which was cold, but tasty to be fair. Um, and the kids got ice cream, which also was cold. So that was in total 13 and a half hours to just outside these trucks and then we walked to the end. So I was fine, walked to the end um, and I didn't know that at the very end. I was told it was like, they treated this like it was like gold at the end of the rainbow. They're like, if you go to the end of the mile, there's a really good play park. Now, if anyone knows about where the locations of good kids parks are, this guy. And this park, I'm going to say it again, not good. Like anything that's come out of Harland and Wolf, overrated and doesn't be fit for purpose. Anything that comes out of that shipyard is overrated and shit and will likely bomb or sink. Fuck that. So we're there. Get to this play park, which by this point we've walked about 17,000 miles. Get there. My wee legs are sore because I'd walk the dog in the morning, obviously, because I'm an athlete. And then once we get there, the kids are going to play. So Holly's there with her friend Oscar there. Go off to play. That's all good. They like have like three things there. There's like a rope climbing thing. You know those wee ropes that you climb and then you go down a slide? There's one of them. Then there's like like a, a monkey bars for the older kids or just jack guys that do pull-ups. And then there's just this thing. It's like a roundabout. But, you know, it's like on a pole. It's like a bowl on a pole. You know that sort of thing, Ben? It's on a pole and it's like a wee bowl. It's got like a rope around it. You can sit in it and it spins. So that's all good. Now, I'm watching Holly and a wee friend playing on it. That's grand. They're sort of like twirling it together. It's nice. They're not on it. Then he gets on it. She twirls him. That's fine. Holly gets on it. He twirls her, that's fine. Then this other girl, about the same age, comes over. She wants to play too. And the two of them are playing with her. It's grand now. I'm, a, I'm about maybe 10 metres away from them, just keeping an eye on things. But again, there comes a point, Ben, when kids are at the park, you have to let them be kids. You can't, you can't put them in cotton wool and not, you know, so you have to let them be. That was fine. So then um, this little girl's dad appeared. Now, I remember sort of, to be fair, saying to Catherine, looking at this guy, I was kind of like, this guy's got a long, scraggly beard and glasses. And you know what those kind of guys are. And she went, 
pedophiles and no tech nerds also fucking pedophiles you can just label a guy on their looks Jesus Christ um, but then the more I looked at him the more I was like nah his actions would be akin to yeah he probably is too to be fair so it was fine and then he started like spinning all three of them got on this thing and he started spinning it and it was like okay see if, if, if say your kids are on one of these things and another kid's on it what sort of speed would you spin it if your kids and another kid you don't know are on it very steady. This guy is like fucking Lewis Hamilton all out of the blocks, spins it. And we're sort of going on though. Then at one point I could see Holly losing her balance and then he just spun it one more time too fast and off she went off the back of it. Head first, head back, landed directly on her face, like backwards and onto her face. So her head was under her and she landed and her, full, her head hit the ground and her full body flipped over her head and it looked like if it was an adult, paralyzed broken neck horrendous i've never run as fast in my life and it was the worst experience i ever had as a parent you know i just thought in that moment she's dead i actually thought she died you know her neck that was that bad of all and she just the worst thing i ever seen you see your kid crying she was crying hysterically i was delighted to hear that because i thought i didn't think she's gonna make a noise here and she just started screaming too fast he went too fast and i went, that's my daughter in her moment the pain in the worst moment, she still finds a second to tout. She still finds a second, even though she could potentially have a broken neck here and her eye was all red and her face was badly scratched, she still was able to go. That techno pedo went too fast and I liked that, so I obviously lifted her and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, just give me a second. You know, other people, a lot of people have told about this were like, oh, you should have been fucking, what a bastard and all. I do genuinely think it was an accident from the guy. I don't think he intentionally meant to maim my child. Maybe he was. Maybe maybe that's the joke is on me. My, Catherine was right. You know, maybe she was like, he is a pedo and that was his move to just incapacitate them, then put them in a wee sack and just run away. I don't know. But I think it was an accident. So I just took her away to, to like treat her, just had to hug her for a while. Now, obviously, my wife's a nurse. I would have assumed she would have taken, no, she left it to me. And I just used the old rugby moves. You know, how did I check your neck? Because I remember anytime I hurt my neck, my rugby coach would just be like, what's wrong Yeah, I'd be lying there going, I think my neck's broken. And he'd be like, right, get up the fuck. Stop fucking lying there. And then he'd put his hand out and then he'd go, put your head against it. And I'd push. And that's how you know it goes that way. And he'd put it inside and push there, push here, push back the ways. And he'd go, you're dead on. How'd you go again? Um, and I did that with her and she's able to move her neck. Thank God for that. But again... I got screwed because I had to carry her on my shoulders the whole 17 miles back to the car again. Sweaty. She's heavy. My neck's all creaked like Quasimodo. It was awful. But then the guy came over and apologised again. And do you ever just get a moment in your head? You're like, I shouldn't have said back to him what I said to him. Um, he was like, I'm sorry. And I, you know when, when all those things, you'd be like, why do people get these tattoos? It's weird. It doesn't make sense. And the only thing that came into my head was, only God can judge you. And just stared him out like that. And then he left in a hurry. So... I don't know whether that was a threat or whether it was, but we got to him. Thankfully, she's all right today, but in that moment, I was terrified. Now, I just can't let her go to parks anymore or hang out with friends or be near people out of my sight. So it is what it is, you know? But it's made me appreciate... Um, the the. It's made me appreciate the... What's the word? What am I looking for, Ben? It makes me appreciate the fragility of children. You know, it's made me you know, do that. And now what I'm going to do is just... You know, get on with that. I was actually going to say what I'm going to do now is go and, and defeat the Taliban, but no, it's, if they, they, they do what they do anyway. You know, they kill kids, probably. Fuck them. I was going to get into the Taliban there, and then I realised I'm afraid of them. They'll probably come after me because they've done that before. And I did get lessons, by the way, in Afghanistan, so trouble. Big shout out to the Taliban. <laughs> Respect. 
Um, I'd love to see it storming. You know, I will. I welcome you. I'll be there with the committee. Me, Michelle, Given, the Taliban boys. I'll even. I'll even wear the Galabeos or whatever the shit you swear. The Galabeos, the turbans, and the fucking Nike Air Max. I'll. I'll dress. I'll hook you up. Turn up on a unicycle or whatever you guys ride. But yeah, it was very scary. Scary, and you know potentially. Yeah, well, don't even think about that. But anyhow, so what we need to say there, Ben. I think that's enough for today. What do you think? How long have we been talking? I don't even know. About half an hour. About half an hour. I mean, listen, that's all we need, isn't it? Speaking about what all we need, for whatever reason, this is the awkward bit about the podcast, is you talk about shows you've coming up, and I have two completely different... What What? What was that? For those of you that obviously cannot see behind the cameras, Ben just went like this, and both, it looked like elbows popped out of his fucking forearms. What the hell? Do you have some sort of freak elbows? No, just cracking elbows. Who, who cracks their elbows? I've heard of people cracking their fingers, but the, elbows? Yeah, uh, I found whacking elbows years ago, and I can crack it. What about the other one? <laughs> your your dad was like, "Listen, need to fix that. Put your arm out, boom." Like, have you ever seen the movie? Oh, what is it? Oh, the movie with your man, and she's the like the he's the author. Misery, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, right. Well, basically, for anyone who hasn't seen Misery, what it is, it's about this woman. It's like a super fan of this author. Like, she just loves this. Like, obsessed. You know, she's as obsessed with with the author author as like. You know, say Violin Mick is this podcast, that kind of way, right? So um, she basically um, lives in this, like, I don't know, I, I think she was in the cold somewhere. You know, I think she was in the cold and he crashed his car and she was like, oh, someone's crashed her car in the cold. Didn't know it was him, went out, realised it was him, was like, oh, why? It's fucking the guy that I'm obsessed with. So she brought him back to the house and, like, nursed him back to health. But then see, as he was starting to get better, Ben, he was like, I'm going to leave, but she didn't want him to leave, so you know, she did. The worst, probably one of the worst scenes in the movie ever. She's got a big block of wood, right? Put the block of wood between his feet, uh, just below his knees, took a sledgehammer to both his ankles. Horrendous. And that was awful. And that's what I think your dad has done to your elbows. <laughs> just that. Um, but yeah, this is a part of the podcast that's, that's always a little bit weird. Promoting shows. Now, once again, um, I have two shows on sale at the moment. The first show which is on the 19th of September, which has just made me think is, is in a week. It's in a week and a few days. Fuck. Um, it is called just Dave Elliott and Friends. Myself, Rui Woods, Diona Doherty, Ian Thompson at the Limelight. Just I'm just basically doing my best bits because of my Ulster Hall show in the Limelight. So I'm just what it is is best bits and bits that aren't going to be in the Ulster Hall show. So yes, I am doing two completely different hours of stand-up within the space of four months because I'm a maverick okay I've been stuck inside for too long I don't want to try bits and I need to get material out there on video on a good standard that I can share so people will come and see my shows there you go what about that hey what about that Ben is that a shocker so that's Dave Elliott and Friends it's going to be the best pardon me the best bits and bits that aren't going on my pillow talk show also Ulster Hall we're, guess what Ben big news in the Ulster Hall we're very close to opening the balcony very close to opening the balcony which means enough tickets to the floor have been sold, which is nearly gone, so they can open the balcony. So if you want to come to the Ulster Hall show, I also have heard word that it's going to happen. Now, obviously, with COVID and all, people are like, might be the... No, it's going to happen on the 17th of December. Happy Christmas, because the 
Pillow Talk show was happening. You can see from the wee graphic there that Ben will put up again. The tickets are nearly gone there. Um, buy them. Buy them soon. Have a good time. Come see me at Christmas. But So come see me in the limelight on the 19th of September. I'll be having a great time. And also, if I sell it out, I've said it before, I'm going to see swimming. Ben's coming down to me. We're making a blog. Is it a blog? Is it a vlog? Maybe, imagine that. <laughs> imagine they did a blog. I went to see swim. People are like, where's this video? And you're like, no, it's a blog, mate. I'm just writing about it. <laughs> there you go. Went to see swim today. It was fine. End of blog. Finn. But no, I'll do a vlog. I get in my shorts. And by shorts, I mean my swim sw- speedos. I get in the sea. And you know what? When I go underwater, I'm not going to go, ah! I'm going to go. I'm going to get under the water like I'm a fucking predator. Like a big hippo in reverse. I'm just going to do it. So that's if you want to see that. Go to limelight.com. The link's in my bio and all my social medias. You can check it out there. And also, Pillow Talk tickets are... Just, here's the thing. You know what... People are fucking thick. Seeing people message me, but we're going to get your... We're going to get tickets to your Ulster Hall show, mate. Just, my name's Dave Elliott. I'm doing the Ulster Hall. Google those two things together. Bingo. Simple. So yeah, please do that. We'd love to see it. They're both going to be great shows and I'm just excited about Ben. I'm just excited about the future. You know, I'm excited to do stand-up again. I'm excited to have fun and I'm excited to have you along for the ride. It's beautiful. So there we are. The podcast is brought to you by Bebe Adriano's, the, the number one Mexican restaurant in the world. You know, it's a burrito bar. It's a social hangout. It's a fun place. It's the food provider to Betty Black's and Banger at the minute because that's what COVID's made it, made it be. Kitchens are shut in some places. You know, what we're going to do is just mix it up a little bit, be inventive, and you're going to get burritos with your cocktails. I mean, what's better than that? But, um, Bebe Adriano's is a multi-award winning burrito bar on the high street in Bangor where you can get burritos, burrito bowls, fajitas, and salads even if you want. You can get salads. You can get healthy salads. You can stay on your diet, but you'd not, you'll not be discounting flavour because that is what you get at Bebe Adriano's. They've got delicious range of box meals. They've obviously got their trademark dirt box, which is half chips, half rice, chicken, chili con carne, beef, pulled pork, peppers, onions, tomato salsa, sweet corn salsa, and cheesier sauce. And of course, the now infamous Dirty Cock and Cow Box, which is marinated steak, Mexican chicken, fries, sweet potato fries, peppers, onions, tomato, and corn salsa with lettuce and a sauce of your choice. And we always go for smoked paprika here. It's no fucking about. It's the best sauce. It is what it is. We go for it. So if you're looking 10% off your first order, download the bespoke Bebe Adriano's app or just call them 028-9147-9988. That's 028-9147-9988. And say you heard it in the Sly Guy podcast. Say Big Davey sent you. You heard of it in the Sly Guy podcast. We love it. We love Baby Adriano's and you absolutely love it and so does your ma. Podcast is also brought to you, as always, in association with Modest Beer. Modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Brewed and canned here in Hollywood County Down for now, but they've got a secret premises, kind of like Batman. And they're expanding and they're growing, just like this podcast listenership is in Afghanistan. It's getting out there. The people love it. But Modest wouldn't tell you about that because, hey, Modest by name, Modest by nature. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer. Give them a follow. They're a very cool, quirky, um, local craft beer company. And by the way, they're making nice lagers too. So if you're just going to be like, eh, I thought you were getting it boring. Yeah, Modest aren't boring. You're boring. Go fuck yourself. Check out Modest Beer, www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockers. Mmm. Phil has said, 
if it's not too painful, how do you feel about Colin Coates joining Cliftonville? Now, you know what I heard from a little birdie? Little insider information about that. That I heard that Colin Coates wanted, he wanted to return to the cruise, but the cruise wouldn't have him. And I think, you know what? In that case, he's done the right thing. I like what he's done. He's gone to Cliftonville. He's, he thinks he's got a few, a year or so left in the tank. Going to a good club, top Irish league level. Yes, they are the arch enemy of the Crusaders, who I support. But hey, it is what it is. And um, Concoats is, is a Crusaders legend, and there's nothing that can be said about that. Went to Glenavon, now he's Cliftonville, and he's just extended his career. So you know what? I feel good about it. I'm happy he's done it. It's a sly move, and I'm all about that. And um, Chloe said, "Hey, Dave, and we Ben. Hope you're well." I was on Google the other day looking up Dave Elliott. Hopefully to buy tickets to the Monster Hall show. And accidentally hit maps. And lo and behold, this came up. Ben, can you get that photo up there for us to see? It's Dave Elliott Street somewhere in the world. So there you have it. Um, I like I like that you were Googling me. I, I wonder what you were looking to, to find. Hopefully, in the words of Bono, you found what you were looking for and you got what you needed. But I like that you've Googled it on Google Maps. Can you try and find Dave Elliott? On Google Maps to see what comes up. Dave Elliott Street or Dave Elliott Boulevard. Nice. Um, I, I bet you Dave Elliott is... Um, Dave Elliott Street's like parallel to Upper Uranus Passage. <laughs> That's well. Have you got it? Uh, no. He's like, oh. Dave Elliott and the Oster Hall comes up. There you go. I mean, what else do you need? There, there you have it. But thanks for sharing that with me, Chloe. And, and by the way... I think what I, what I like about that most of all is the fact that there's a stop sign underneath it. So effectively what it says there is Dave Elliott stop. Which is what I lo- like what my parents tell me every time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a gig tonight. Stop. Please. Stop. Um, Helena said, hey Dave, after taking a lovely family photograph of my children's first day back at school at my front door last week, I was then targeted with a hate campaign on last week's podcast. When have you ever followed a trend that you later regretted? Je n'en regret, isn't that what they say? I've no regrets ever. You live and you learn. You made a mistake, Helen. You're an idiot. You've admitted you're an idiot. You're embarrassed. You're a paedophile enabler. I forgive you. Like Jesus himself would do, I would take your head. I would put my hands like this in your head. I realise when I do this, this is a look. And I would just put your head under the water and baptise you. There you go. That's it. That was all I would do. Is it would be baptize your head under the water. You would come up again, cleansed and free, and a member of the Sly Guy cult, which is a new thing we've just made up there now. But I forgive you. Have no regrets, Helen. You're a good woman, and I appreciate you. Believe has said, please, will you bring back your Friday night DJing gig with Shane Todd? Pretty please. Hey, we we didn't stop that. That wasn't our decision. We don't want to do Friday nights anymore. We actually asked, could we continue on for a few more weeks? And we were told, no, you can't do it. And anytime we've asked to come back or do more, we've been told no. So all I can do at this point is say, public outrage. We need protests. We want people outside the BBC with placards saying, bring back the rate of lockdown. And that's the only thing that'll save that. Unfortunately, we've tried our best and people just weren't having it. Naomi said he ain't got a Scooby and then sent the story. So I presume it'll be about a dog maybe um prank at u.s schools board meeting goes viral a video has been shared online of what unfolded during a school board meeting when the chairman unaware about the questionable names he was reading um oh no let's have a look at this and see what he was saying 
Are we advert there? Goodness gracious me. Here we are. You guys work for us in 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 this uh, environment. You answer to us, and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so in this much, county. Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken. <laughs> oh no. Sulk. Sulk. Mahidic. <laughs> I mean. Phil McCracken's an old classic. Ophelia McHawk. Ophelia McHawk. Oh, Phil McCock. Eileen Dover. Oh, no. Eileen Dover. Oh, he's been mugged, this guy. Poor man. How is he so stupid? Don Kedick. <laughs> Donkey Dick? Don Kedick. Oh no. Wayne Kerr. Oh no. How do you fucking hell? Wayne Kerr. <laughs> oh, the guy's a moron. Like, I mean, those those names are the most. They're the most. Like, Phil McCracken. It, it, the guy has no clue. Oh no. I'm really embarrassed for him. Thank you for that story. That brightened my day. What will not brighten my day is this next question. MM has asked me Arteta in or out? Out? Fucking me shit. Arteta's shit, he's fucked Arsenal and sack him. Sack him, and in fact, you know what? Don't bring a manager into Arsenal, because Arsenal are fucked now. The board are a bunch of bastards, the owners suck. And hey, just let's let let's bring let's bring the club down from the inside. There we go, bring it down. Let's revolt. Let's all go like as if we are the communist people rebelling, bring it down the Berlin Wall. Let's bring hammers and sickles to the Emirates and bring them the fucker to the ground. Burn it. Burn it down. There you go. Fuck Arsenal. Don't even want to talk about it. I've enjoyed this international break more than ever. Yes, the Northern Ireland kill it completely. But at least they didn't have to, to watch Arsenal. But I mean, that sounds like bad. Northern Ireland were great and I love I loved that. But Arsenal are the worst. Nathan has said, um, how many virgins would you ask for if you were to become a suicide bomber? Zero virgins. I would just ask for one husky 60-year-old experienced hooker to just show me the works. You know, come into heaven with me and be like, listen, you know, spit out the tobacco, throw a cigarette at the ground, take her dentures out and just... Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want right there. All this virgin shit. The guys, you know, people come and grab your dick and going, Is that a blowjob? No. Bring her over. Heaven in a heartbeat. That's what I want when I'm dead. And then also just pace. Yeah, that's what I just like for. Just pace. And, and, a, and a 60 plus year old hooker. Bingo. John Joe said, when you sell out the Ulster Hall and organise the onstage self-fellatio, are you going to sort out some flavoured lube or go on au naturel? And more importantly, will it be a Patreon exclusive video? Yeah. By the way, John Joe's also my, um, my fitness instructor and guru. So we're working very hard on flexibility at the minute. We're going to be for the next few months just being, trying to make me as supple and as flexible as possible. So as the experience is just kind of like, like I just did earlier, you know, straight on, on stage, gobble, gobble, suck, suck, Patreon exclusive, higher tier, so you're going to get that for four pounds, you'll see me on a stage in front of a thousand people, sucking myself off, there you go, I think that's been enough for this for one week, Benjamin, what do you think, it's time to go home yet? Absolutely.
Yeah, there we are. Guys, this has been the Sly Guy Podcast. And if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. If you enjoyed whatever that was, if you enjoy this experience, please rate and review the podcast. Once again, not only am I going to autofillatio myself, is that a word, autofillate? Not only am I going to autofillate myself if I sell at Duster Hall, I'm going to do a practice run. And you know what? In fact, I'll, I'll rim myself the Ulster Hall backwards. If I sell it out, I will autofillate myself if I get 200 reviews on my podcast, on Apple Podcasts, which, by the way, we are one off now. So you could be the next person to review my podcast, and next thing you know, I mess up my own day. What about that, lady? Yeah, would you like that, guys? This has been a fun episode. I've enjoyed it. Don't be a dickhead. But this is the Sly Guy Podcast, and this is what you're getting from now on. So you got a problem with that? You know what you can do? Suck your own dick. Take care. Bye. I'm the Sly Guy.